Hey, let's get her going there, bud. Welcome into the Cannon Fire Podcast. I am your host, Jeff Nicosia, and today we will be breaking down the Jackets series against the Dallas Stars, or as the broadcast has started calling them, the Big D. Let's not get canceled, boys. Come on. It's funny for a little bit. Butchies. Anyways, Jackets win the first game of the series in a nail-biter, 3-2, and then get absolutely mollywopped by the Stars, 5-0. Just a disappointing performance from a lot of angles, so we're going to get into it. First game, Boone Jenner has quite the game. It's a goal... It could have been two, and uh, an assist off of Eric Robinson's uh, toe of his skate. Sort of interesting, but there's a lot to get into in this series. Just some disappointing performances from pretty much everyone besides Boone Jenner. And um, yeah, we're we're gonna have a lot to talk about. So uh, make sure you stick around for this one. I for sure am, as a Jackets fan, am not too pleased with how all of this turned out. So let's get right into it. First game, Boone with an incredible goal for the Jackets. Just looks like something they've really needed. Someone to just take over a game, make a play, get a goal. Huge for Boone going in short side, uh, nice stick handling by Mr. Jenner, and puts it home, baby. Uh, then uh, later on, Bjorkstrand just capitalizes on a chance, which is what the Jackets have really needed to do. When you get the puck gift wrapped to you in front of the net, score. And Bjorky did exactly that. Great job by Bjorkstrand. Uh, Jackets win because of that, and another nice shot from the point at Bo- from Boone uh, going off Robinson's skate and through the five hole. But with this team, they almost gave it away in the third period. They get up 3-0, and then Dallas just gets on the rush, scores two quick ones, and I was rather worried. They managed to pull it out. It was quite close. Corpy made some saves to keep us in the game, absolutely. But this was not what I wanted to see. I wanted to see the Jackets be able to actually finish a game. And they did anything but really finish this game. Um, They sort of left it almost up in the air, which was not exciting to watch. It was uh, quite unnerving, especially against a team who has been struggling so much over these past few games that we we couldn't beat them handily. And the second they came out exactly as they did in the third period, the Stars, and got a quick one two minutes in. Looked like Corpy uh, got his pad pushed in, Torts challenges, Torts loses the challenge, and then they score again and the Jackets are down down 2-0 within the first four minutes and this is not exactly a team built to come back from a 2-0 deficit in the beginning of the game. Not exactly uh, good at digging ourselves out of a hole there so it just sort of got piled on. I think towards the end of the first and in the second the Jackets were playing their game. They were definitely controlling the pace of play during that time um, keeping a lot of offensive zone pressure. But the one thing that I noticed and I think is the real problem for this team is that when they're playing their game, 
that doesn't necessarily translate to them scoring goals. It translates to the other team not scoring goals, but we're not in the business of preventing other teams from scoring. We're in the business of scoring our own goals whilst preventing the other team not scoring. It's just a weird dynamic to watch. It's almost like they don't have the players that you need to score goals out there, which I know they do. It's just strange. They keep their foot on the gas in the second and nothing happens. And then as soon as they stop, they immediately get scored on. Like immediately. It wasn't even like as soon as the Jackets stopped playing their game with seven minutes left in the second, immediately, immediately Dallas scores. It was just like, wow, this team just can't catch a break or play defense when They've been possessing the puck for a little bit. They just forgot how to stop the other team, shot from the high slot, and it's in. So very, very frustrating. Um, And how about just the odd, I don't want to say play because it wasn't play. It was like scuffles between Max Domi and the Dallas Stars players. Just, Just not even fun to watch didn't look good not a good look for the jackets as a team max i said i'll calm down if you calm down that was anything but calm buddy um if you're gonna fight someone just drop your gloves and get it over with clearly no one wanted to fight you either because i don't think it's because they thought you would beat them up it's probably because they don't respect you bud uh, that that was just disgusting to watch as a fan. I don't want to see the Jackets go out on the ice and have one of our newer players getting into scuffles and honestly just kind of looking like a child out there. It's like no one no one wanted to fight you. You're, you're just causing stoppages in the play. Like it's it's really annoying to watch, buddy. So get get that out of your game or. I don't think we'll be seeing you for much longer. Maybe my take on you going down a league was right because this this was just despicable to watch from a fan's perspective. No, nobody wants to see that. You either drop the gloves or you skate and you play hockey. Like pick one. This this was not an enjoyable thing to watch, Domi. So another player that I definitely want to want to talk about. And one player that, you know, we got to talk about all the time because this is a pro line a podcast, Patrick the Cannon line a not exactly firing the cannon very much in the past couple of games. Uh, not super fun to fun to see. He looks frustrated out there. He definitely does. He's going quite a while without any points. Uh, I feel like it's been five or six games now. Line a just not showing up on the score sheet at all. And it is it is super frustrating to watch. One of my buddies had a great take on line a. It was like he's about as useful as a can opener out there. And to expand on that a bit, you know, he has a very unique skill set. He's very good at opening cans or scoring goals. He's really good at it. He'd be like, you know, really nice, expensive can opener that you like get it like William Sonoma, like a up high scale cooking baking store, right? It's like a specialty item. Patrick Line. He's a goal scorer. That's what he's that's what he does. That's I'm assuming that's why he was brought to the team. To score goals, give us some scoring, some primary scoring. And that's exactly what he hasn't been able to do. Well, I don't think it's necessarily Line's fault that he hasn't been able to score goals. I think it's more on the Jackets as an organizational structure. 
So like right now we're trying to use our very expensive, very good at opening cans can opener to hammer nails. And we're just banging a can opener into the boards and expecting them to make hits and block shots. And it's like, that's not what a can opener is for. If we wanted a hammer, we could just go buy a hammer. But instead, we have a can opener. Let's not try and hammer nails with it. Get this guy the puck. Get him some scoring opportunities. This One of the issues with this team and one of the most glaring issues that I see is that the line that Line A is on looks absolutely terrible. I don't know if it's just him. I wouldn't say it is just him. I mean, it's just the combination of the guys out there that he's skating with. It just doesn't work. They can't sustain any sort of pressure. When the Jackets won 3-2, to two, that line looked by far the worst. Second game, everyone looked terrible, but that line was by far the worst line to watch out there. It was just not not working. They could carry the puck into the zone and then they'd immediately lose it. Like just about every time. It was incredibly frustrating to watch because you're thinking, this is our top line. This is who we're supposed to have going out and scoring goals and winning games for us. But it's not happening. Cam's getting all of his goals on the on the kill. Weird. And then Roslovic is going on a point drought as well as line A. And it's like, why are we, why are we keep, why do we keep trying to do the same things over and over again? And I get it. Torts went back to the blender again in the 5-0 loss. I don't really agree with doing it in the middle of games, Torts. We're already losing by a ton. Let's try and just build some chemistry instead of just, hey, let's just throw it at the fan and see if it sticks to the wall type of stuff. Like, what are we doing? Like, this team looks disjointed. And that's the thing. Disjointed on and off the ice, something that Torch said. On and off the ice. That's a huge problem. That's a major problem. I don't even know if the guys like each other. It looks like they don't. I mean, I don't see them sitting on the bench when they're winning, cracking jokes and looking like they're having fun and smiling. They just kind of look like they're doing a job and showing up and leaving. It's kind of sad to watch as a fan because I want to see this team bond together over a season where everyone in the world has been incredibly challenged with what they've had to go through and um, these players have had to experience it as well. But then to just have like no camaraderie out there, it really just kind of takes it away from you as a fan and I'm sure it's hard on the players. I mean, no one part of the fun of playing organized sports is hanging out with your buddies. And I don't know if all these guys are buddies. They look just kind of out of it. Like they're not really trying to win for each other. They're just trying to win for money in another contract. So it it doesn't look good out there, boys. I don't I don't even know like what to say really at a certain point. Cause it's just like they just look bad. And I don't think of the Jackets as having a bad roster. I mean, we have a top 10 D pair. We have the shiniest, most expensivest can opener that you can buy and some good role players. And they're just not putting it together on the ice and it might have to do with issues off the ice. So there's a lot to really go on here, but I don't even know if I want to do it. Like this, this team has just looked terrible. I want to see him go back to nationwide and try and win some games. Just, we got to go on a run now. That, that's it. I mean, Dallas was the monster lurking at the bottom of the division with 
you know, like 10 less games played. And now that they'll be able to, you know, hopefully they have their COVID issues under control and they're going to be able to possibly win some games, even with Sagan and Radulov out of the lineup. So like, what, what are we going to do here, guys? This is not good. This is really not good. Not where the Jackets need to be at. We played the Stars again in, I believe, a week. And we got to win a series. This team has yet to win a series. That is awful. That is a terrible stat. Not one you see out of a playoff team. I don't know if it's going to happen this year. I really don't know. Their odds are, I think, 20% or less at this point. That's not good, boys. You got to go on a run, and it's got to start now. Like, there's no more time. The one thing about the season is there's an incredible amount of urgency. Like, usually we'd be just past, like, a quarter way mark, and it's like, ah, oh, well, this team, the season's young. We got a lot to figure out. It's like, no, that, that's gone now. We're, we're halfway through, and we look bad. They just look bad. We can't put anything together consistently out there. And when we do, you know, have the other teams skating on their heels, we're we're not turning it into goals, which doesn't it, that, that doesn't matter. I, Corpy can only bail us out for so long. He's made some great saves, but I feel like we're going to wear him out at a certain point. I mean, the guy's not Superman. He's going to get tired. And honestly, I'd be getting kind of tired of playing the net in front of this team because seems like we just leave him out to dry all the time. He's making the most of it, putting up some highlight real saves. But it's it's not looking good out there, boys. It's not looking good at all. Um, we've got some major issues to clear up. Jones and Wierenski look great. And, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, it's inconsistent play from our forwards across the board. Not fun. I think the... One of the our best lines has been Jenner, Nick Foligno, and Eric Robinson. Ha! Huh. Well, that's a little weird. I don't think that should be our best line. I mean, I get it. The guys work well together. I think their play styles really feed off of each other because Nick's like, let's dump the puck, and then Robinson and Jenner are actually able to have the speed to skate with and go get it. And... It works for them. That That's a great line. Let's keep that line together and let's shuffle some other things around. Come on, Torts. Use, use your blending abilities and just maybe, like, stop at the right point this time. Like, let's not keep screwing this up, man. Because, um, yeah, our top line looks bad. Our best line is Felino, Jenner, and Eric Robinson. That's a little weird. So, definitely a lot of questions more than answers. You know, Torts getting that statement of approval from Yarmo, the team saying they're behind him. As of now, I mean, losing 5-0, to zero, that's bad. That's really bad. Um, it's starting to feel like he's losing the room a bit. I don't know if the guys want to play the tough, like, dump the puck and forecheck style of hockey anymore. I, I don't know if they want to do that. And you can only buy into it as a player for so long. So we've got some things to figure out. One of the other real just blows to this team that they have to be feeling is that um, PLD's doing really well in Winnipeg. That sucks. That really sucks as a Jackets fan. I'm feeling like he screwed us more and more every day because this center ice position looks completely hollow. Um... I don't even know if there's anyone that can step up and play with line A. It's it's just kind of sad. 
Like we we put all of our eggs into the basket of having this great center iceman that can really drive forward and play the physical style of hockey that the Blue Jackets wanted to. He could set the tone for everyone else, and we'd be able to do our thing in the offensive zone with a guy like PLD. And now that he is gone, we just have our really, really nice can opener that I love. I love our can opener. It's great, but, um, you know, it's not exactly built to forecheck really hard when puck battles and then, you know, make a passing play for someone else to score a goal. That's not what our can opener is there for. It is there to open cans and or score goals. So PLD having success in Winnipeg is, you know, obviously it was going to happen. He's a great player and playing behind a guy like Shifley and getting second line matchups for him is probably going to just increase his points and his value to that team. So I, I just don't know if these guys like each other uh, on the jackets. We did a lot of shuffling in a year where it's hard to bond with new guys. Um, really, really tough. So they've got to they've got to figure something out. Like I said, I think Torts has lost the room. It's just um, tough to tough to see a team that I think had a lot of promise going into the year just really looking like they're on the verge of absolutely falling apart. I mean, uh, minus four goal differential against Dallas, a team that has really struggled over the past few games without Radulov and Sagan. What are we doing? This is bad. This is really bad. Like, I don't want to fire Torts because there's no one else to hire. Like, who are we going to hire instead of Torts to coach this team? Like, long-term, I don't know, but... I mean, does he get renewed after this year? For those of you who don't know, Torts' contract is up at the end of the year. I don't I don't think we re-sign him at all. I don't think that'd be a good idea. Like, it, clearly what he's doing isn't working. It's not the direction that the team's heading in, and he seems to have lost the room. Do we sign... Do we re-sign Foligno? I don't know. At this point, I'd say No. He's doing Nick Felino things. He's being a captain and you know playing as well as he can, I think, but as well as he can just doesn't cut it for five mil a year right now. It's not looking good. Not looking good. The future, because as a Jackets fan, usually I've looked to the future, uh, except for, you know, when Panarin and Bob left, uh, looked to the future as being like, oh, I'm really excited. This is going to be sick. But like Liam Foodie's playing for the Monsters. I haven't been able to see him develop as a player at all. I don't know what the rest of the team thinks about. Like, this year's draft is going to be a complete crapshoot. And it looks like the Jackets might have a fairly high pick in this draft. And I have no clue what Yarmo will do. Because it's a lot harder to scout guys this year. And a lot of junior leagues aren't playing. So it's kind of going to be a very weird offseason. I don't know how how it's going to work. I mean, I haven't given up fully on this season, but I mean, the, from the way the team's playing, uh, I think they might have. Like, They kind of seem out of it. And with the way the Central is shaping out, I mean, the Jackets could be near the bottom at the end of it. That's really, that's, just, that's sad to say, but it's true. They could be towards the bottom. I mean, I'll be, I'll be going to some games. Uh, we'll see how the vibe is in the building, but I don't know. Like, and just to like sort of cap all this off in kind of my most pessimistic podcast since I've started doing this, 
is that the Jackets could lose a lot of the Columbus sports market in general if they go in the direction that they've they've been heading. Like, the Buckeyes are our championship contender. They're the team that everyone gets behind and really, really just draws in all of the attention and revenue out of Columbus is the Ohio State Buckeyes. And then, I mean, the crew is getting a new stadium. And it looks pretty sweet. Like the mock-ups that I've seen of it are awesome. And they win. Like they're coming off a championship. Like the Blue Jackets have sucked for 20 years. Like outside of like, no, not even really. But like, yeah, we had like Rick Nash and he was really good. The, the future of this team is not looking bright. And if I were the ownership, the front office, I would be worried. I would be really worried with the direction that this team is going. You know, we've always kind of been the forgotten team in the NHL. Uh, sort of like, oh, yeah, Columbus, they have a team. Right. Yeah. Ha ha. Like, even our logo sucks. Like, I hate our logo. Like, what is it? It's a star and a flag. Like, it looks like shit. It looks like a bad version of the North Stars or Dallas, the team that was so nice to not even rename their team when they left a hockey city. So nice of them. But yeah, like what's up with our logo, man? Like it sucks. Like let's change it. Like when when things fall out of favor, like the worst thing that you can do is cling to hope that it's going to like survive and it's like it's not like it's classic. It's not like we're like changing up an original 6s logo. Like we were an expansion team in 2000. Like, change the logo. Get it Get it right, guys, because that is not right. I Ever since it came out, I didn't like it. It doesn't make sense to me. Like, yeah, we're the capital city. There are 50 other capital cities in the United States. Like, what are you talking about? We're the capital city. Pfft. a terrible idea. It has nothing to do with the team's name. Like, What? Just, just freaking rebrand the whole thing, man. Because right now, it's looking bad. I'm not necessarily too into it. Because the worst thing that can happen for a fan is, you know, the opposite of love isn't hate. It's apathy. And I feel like the fans are just, with them not being, like, in a playoff contention, when having gotten slightly used to that, are just going to become apathetic. And... You know, it's not even like rooting for an underdog anymore because, I mean, they've been bad for so long. It's like, we're just kind of tired of being this bad. Like, we had some success. We have some good players, and we're still bad. Like, why is that? Is it the scheme that Torts is putting us in where we just want to check and win board battles and we can't do it? Like, there's something fundamentally wrong. So just rename the team the Columbus Cannons. It sounds way better. Uh, or we just call him like the fighting Patrick Lines and give him like twelve million dollars and just say, here you go, Line. This is your team now, and we're the we're the Lines and let's let's go win. And it's just the fifth Line and everything's branded Line and we just have a cannon. That'd be kind of fun. Uh, it'd be different. I don't know, but I mean that's the thing. Like if if we got screwed with PLD and if we lose Line two, this team is toast for the future. I don't know what we'll do. You can have a great D pairing. If you can't score goals, it doesn't matter. So, I mean, because if I were him, I wouldn't want to be here. Like, come on, man. He's not scoring. Like, he's used to scoring. Like, he's going to have his worst statistical year by a landslide this year. And not not because of the 52 games 
it's going to be because, you know, if you average it out, it's going to be terrible. Like, it's going to look really bad. And he's going to be like, well, why would I play for a team that doesn't win or have at least me score? Like, come on. There are a bunch of teams that could use Patrick Laine better than we're using him. We're using a can opener to hammer nails. So, come on, boys. This looks bad. Let's turn it around. I hope we can turn it around. But as of right now, I am not feeling too hopeful about the Jackets turning around this season. Uh, we have a lot of games with Tampa Bay left. We got a, little, a couple games with the Canes left. Still got to play Florida next on Tuesday. Not looking good, boys. Uh, the theme of tonight is definitely uh, get better. Just like do whatever you can. Like this team, if I had to say what their strength is, it's skating. That's not good. Like you should be able to skate. Like I feel like that's like number one. Like yeah, we have some great skaters, but like. No one can, like, really, really stick handle all that well. Like, it's it doesn't... Like, no one can, like, stick handle and finish in front of the net. Like, except for Boone, but that looks sort of choppy. So, like, it, it's, it's not looking good. Like, when we do shootouts, like, the puck rolls off the heels of our sticks. Like, it looks bad. Like, it doesn't look like we're, like, practicing the right things. Or what? Because, I mean, it feels like when guys get to this team, they, like, offensively become worse. What's up with that? Why, why are they becoming worse? Maybe it's Torts. Maybe it's Torts' time. I don't think we re-sign him at the end of the year. I think we keep him around, though. Um, don't fire Torts right now. I have no clue if that would help or not. But, uh, yeah, the, the top line sucks. Not looking good. Lose 5-0. You're going to get more podcasts like this. Going to be kind of sad. I just feel kind of sad recording it. Yep. All right. Yeah. So jackets Tuesday, Florida Panthers. Woohoo! Let's see some X jackets. Uh, Wenberg and Duclair, and uh, hopefully they just don't score. I, I just can't handle any more guys leaving the jackets and then having great seasons. It's really not fun to watch. It's just like, oh yeah, they used to be on our team. That's cool. PLD and. Josh Anderson and just makes me sad, man. Like, what if we had PLD and Line A playing next to each other? It'd be so fun to watch, man. Come on. Ah. Well, this has been a sad Jackets fan named Jeff Nicosia doing a podcast. Um, it's called the Cannon Fire Podcast. I really like doing it, but I like doing it a lot more when this team wins, or at least like looks like they try to win. So yeah. Keep listening if you want to hear an honest fan's reaction about all the stuff that goes on with the team. I love you guys that listen. Thank you. For anyone new out there and you got through this, props to you. Props to you. I I struggled to make it 27 minutes. But here we are, baby. And we're going to keep doing podcasts. It's getting tough to do them every game, though, just because, oh, God, some of them are just bad. Yep, but uh, I love you guys for listening. Thank you, and uh, we're going to keep rocking some Blue Jackets or the Cannons. Just rename the team. We're the Cannons now. It's all we're known for. Peace.